What's going on, guys? Want to thank TopNotchOdds.com. Now, uh, obviously, today is our soccer show. And if you guys like betting on soccer, you'll know there's a lot of soccer leagues out there. Well, TopNotchOdds.com offers access to literally every single soccer game you can bet. Doesn't matter what league, what country, TopNotchOdds.com is going to have it. Check them out online, TopNotchOdds.com. Put in the promo code SHARPEDGE. That'll let you know, or I'll let them know that you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast and also get you up to a 200% deposit bonus. So start betting on soccer today, both before the game and during the game. Lots of live betting options online, TopNotchOdds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Premier League Thursday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, so we are in January, which means the transfer window is open. And man, there's a lot of action going on right now in the Premier League. Whether players are on the move or... Uh, rumored to be on the move soon. We've got some updates on today's show, and I do have a best bet for tomorrow's one and only Premier League game. Uh, That is, of course, on Friday the 10th. There's one game to kick things back off after the little break from the holiday fixtures. And let's just start things off right there. I'll start off by giving my pick. Uh, Southampton, or excuse me, it's Sheffield. I don't want to confuse anybody out there. Sheffield United is hosting West Ham United tomorrow. Uh, The line right now, Sheffield is minus 110 to win the game. West Ham plus 325 to win the game. And the draw is plus 250. My favorite game here is under one in the first half. Right now it's minus 110. And here's why. Sheffield United, last week, if you listen to last week's podcast, I liked under in the first half as well because guess what? It, it, it featured Sheffield and Liverpool. Now, th- those are two of the best teams in first half scoring in terms of unders. So Sheffield, keeping that going from last week, they still have very good stats. In the first half, Sheffield United has scored nine goals and they've given up eight. Now, Sheffield's played 21 games so far, scored nine in the first half, given up eight. That's the second best first half defense behind Liverpool. So Sheffield knows how to play in the first half. They always come out with a very good game plan. They stifle their opponents. Often what happens in Sheffield's losses or draws, the other team is making halftime adjustments, coming out in the second half and surprising Sheffield with a few things. So it's really in the first half where Sheffield does most of their damage. West Ham in the first half, they've scored 11 goals, allowed 12. So really, they're kind of along that, those same lines. They're not as elite in the first half as Sheffield, but they're in the same lines where they're really not scoring much, but also they're not giving many goals up either. West Ham has played 20 games themselves, scored 11, given up 12. By the way, West Ham, if you look at team totals for goals they're allowing and goals they're scoring, first half, West Ham totals, again, including both teams, all the matchups, First half for West Ham, 23 total goals total uh excuse me, 23 total goals have been scored. Second half for West Ham, 35 total goals have been scored. So things really open up in the second half for West Ham. Uh by the way, West Ham just got a new manager 
And I think that what's going to happen is what you see often with new managers, new systems, new schemes, players playing a little bit more open. And if that is the case, that's fine. I don't think that impacts the over-under too much because I do believe Sheffield will be aware of that. They're going to be cautious of that. Sheffield's going to approach this game, in my opinion, very cautiously, especially in the first half. So even if they score one goal, we still have the push option. Under one, minus 110, first uh, first half, Sheffield and West. Ham. If you guys are interested in more picks this weekend, tune in to Saturday morning quick picks and Sunday morning quick picks, and I'm sure to have some more Premier League games on those uh, podcasts. All right, so news right now in the Premier League. As I said, the transfer window is open, a lot of guys on the move or looking to be on the move. So we're going to run down uh, for some of the major stories just to keep you guys in the loop with what's going on here in the Premier League. Looks like Chelsea is targeting Timo Warner. Timo Warner, the striker for Red Bull Leipzig, he's been rumored to leave that club for a few years now. I think this would be a great time for him to do so. Chelsea's the perfect team, in my opinion, for Timo Werner. They're young. They're really flexible up top. They're getting better and better. And if you can get in now with Chelsea, now's where you're going to grow because in 2021, 2022, they're going to be done bringing guys in this young and this, frankly, inexperienced. So if you get in now, they're building a solid team, a solid core to keep together for the next couple of years in Chelsea. And I think Timo Werner would be a great addition and a great pairing up front for what they have right now. Moving on to Arsenal, looks like they are trying to keep Pierre, Emmerich, and Bumiang. Uh, Bumiang right now, third in the Premier, or at least last time I checked, he was third in the Premier League in goals. Uh, I actually, side note, I have a prop bet on him to lead the Premier League in goals this year. I have him plus 750, and he's just a few goals behind. If fucking Jamie Vardy were just going off this year for Leicester, I think that'd look a little more realistic right now, but uh, I digress. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, rumored to be going to either Barcelona or Inter Milan. Now, uh, remember, Inter Milan, I think right now, if you look at all of the international clubs that aren't, or excuse me, all of the club teams that aren't in the Premier League, The one I'm the most excited about is Inter Milan. And I know this is a Premier League podcast and we don't talk too many other soccer leagues, but they're doing some great things at Inter. We'll talk about them actually here in a few minutes. But they're trying to get Aubameyang. And Arsenal came out this week, manager, front uh, front office, and said they're going to do everything they can, match offers, so on and so forth, to keep him in Arsenal. So that's a fluid situation, but no, the tug of war is starting right now with some of these bigger names, and he was the first on the list. He's one of the better strikers right now in the Premier League. Arsenal is going to have to pay if they're going to keep him. All right, on to Tottenham. Uh, Harry Kane. Harry Kane out until April with a hamstring injury. He actually just got surgery on that hamstring, and uh, new manager Jose Mourinho is really not giving a whole lot of opportunities to other players to play striker. And I don't blame him. I mean, it's tough to replace Harry Kane, but if you think you're going to do that, I think that you're just kind of putting yourself in a lose-lose situation. You have to get more flexible up top, which is what they've done. Now, I don't love that Jose Mourinho came out and said, look, we're playing without any strikers. We're getting lucky, so on and so forth. But when he's allowing Son and Lucas Mora to work a little bit more uh, uh, side to side up top, that allows the midfield to really be elite. And guys like Christian Eriksen can now get involved more attacking. Um, so, so I think what they're doing right now is working at Tottenham. Will it go 
will it sustain the full season? Well, it depends on what question you're going to answer. I mean, I, th- I still really think they can get a top six uh, finish. Can they get the top four? That's going to be questionable. Right now, Liverpool is pretty much obviously cemented in there. Man City's not going to give up their spot. And I believe Leicester City, unless they have some catastrophic second half, which I don't project, they're probably going to finish top four as well. So it's going to be down to Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham for that last, you know, fourth and final spot. So I don't think anything's really guaranteed with Tottenham, especially with the injury concerns. Tottenham is targeting Christoph Piatek from AC Milan, a good forward for AC Milan. He would do wonders, at least somewhat replacing Harry Kane for the rest of this season. And they are also targeting defender from Barcelona, Nelson Semedo. All right, let's move on to Ajax midfielder Donny Van de Beek. Now you may be saying Ajax midfielder. Aren't we talking about Premier League teams? And yes, Ajax midfielder Donny Van de Beek rumored to be coming to potentially three different Premier League teams. Now, he's also potentially going to go to Inter Milan, who we just talked about. They're stacking up right now, or Barcelona, but the three Premier League teams that I've read, Liverpool, Tottenham, and Man U. Now, Tottenham, he would fill in great at midfield. I think he would start immediately. Same with Man United. Man United needs a guy like Donny Van de Beek, but the leader in the clubhouse is Liverpool. And even though they don't need any talent right now or any talent like that right now, where they got Navi Kieta in the midfield, uh, youngster and, and Alex uh, uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, who can play actually defense too. So they can be flexible with what they have in Liverpool just because they have so many good players. But if they add Donny Van de Beek, he would likely start immediately making Liverpool that much better. And I have them right now the number one team in the world. So just know... Donny Van de Beek looking to go into the Premier League, and the leader right now is Liverpool. Uh, Man United news here. Paul Pogba underwent ankle surgery. He's going to be out for the rest of the season, but he said it went well. And Ashley Young turned down an extension for Man U. I love Ashley Young. I mean, you talk about a young player who's gotten better and better the last couple years. This guy's going to be elite very soon. Ashley Young turning down the extension, letting Ole Gunnar Solskjaer know he doesn't want to play at Man U anymore. Guess where he's going to end up? Inter Milan, playing alongside uh, uh, Lukaku, who left Man U last year. So things not going very good right now at Man U. Their best players either hurt, leaving, and they're not able to retain their best players. Uh, Last here but not least on the news, uh, Wolverhampton Wonders. Patrick Cuthrone is leaving the Wolves. He's going back to Serie A for Fiorentina. He was only with the with uh, the Wolves this year. Pretty good season, but I don't think they're going to miss him up front at all. Diego Jota, Raul Jimenez. I mean, they're going to be just fine if you ask me. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.